We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Tape in the building, my Go guy. On. What's good, bro? What's up, man? How you doing? Yo, so I got to give you some backstory and to the audience as well. I Impy was gonna come on, but he just came back from Miami. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna quarantine a little bit just because you know, just to be safe and whatever. I was like, damn, son, I need someone to come on the the show to talk about the Knicks. I was like, I know a guy. Yep. What's good, bro? What's up, man? How you doing? Well, when the playoffs start, we gotta have both of us in here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna get crazy. Yeah. Oh my god, dude, I want them to. Who who do you want? Who do you Anybody. want them to play? And I oh, don't care. Auto smoke. I don't care. I just I don't want to see the Nets yet because I think it'll be a way better story, second or third round if mm. we get there. You know, I'm thinking ahead. I just need to avoid the playing tournament. That's the first thing. I don't want to see that because all this that we work for can, yeah, man, be gone just like that. One guy just gets hot. That's why like so many people are excited about like Golden State getting in, right? Yeah, you're like yo. One or two games, Curry, this shit he's been doing in April has been fucking bananas, too. Yeah. And then anything could happen in that, right? It's like college basketball in a way. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, you know, we could have a bad, look, look what you saw last night. We got be down 20 points in the first quarter against Denver. Yeah. Like that could happen in a playing tournament. Like, whatever. It's our first bad game in literally the last 15. Yeah. Like, I'm fine with it. I wasn't mad. I'm like, yeah, whatever happens. It is against... The MVP, it is against one of the best teams of basketball. Yeah, Jokic outscored the Knicks in like yeah, the, the first yeah, quarter. Yeah, I was like, but own. I mean, we outscored them second, third, and fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. But we were in such a big hole, it wasn't. That's why I'm like, oh, I'm not that mad. Whatever. We came out bad. First bad game 
in a month and a half. So I'm cool with it. It didn't really bother me. Yeah, man. I, I couldn't agree with you more about how it it would it would suck if they had to do a playing yeah, game. Yeah, it would be awful. Because then, like... Even me, if they win it, the stress is going to yeah, be too high. Like, for me, expectations change, right? So coming into the year, I did not expect to make the playoffs, right? Middle of the year, we were going to wear above 500 throughout the whole year. I st- My expectations still didn't change, right? But then we started winning games, right? Like, I'm not... It's not going to be like, oh, but you guys had a good season. It's like, no. Like, we are the fourth. I think, all right, Boston's better than us, right? We're fourth right now. But Boston's a better team than Miami. So we are a top six team mm-hmm. in the East. Atlanta's not better than us. The The Wizards, whoever else is under Pacers, us. Pacers, yeah, Pacers yeah. yeah. Like, they're not a better basketball team than us. So I think we are one of the top six teams in the Eastern Conference. So it's not, oh, it's like a Cinderella story. It's like, no, I expect to be good. Just because the expectations at the beginning of the year in September were no expectations. Now I actually have expectations because, you know, they change. I'm not going to say and be like, oh, it was a... no, I'm going to be upset when we lose. No matter who we lose to, like, I'm going to be upset. Bro, That that's how I think it should be. Yeah. Like, you going into a season, yeah. There, I mean, there's been years where I'm like, yo, the Giants are going to win, like, five games. And then they have five <laughs> I games. I that every year. <laughs> and then, yeah, well, yeah it's, it's pretty rough. But, like, your expectations change because then all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit, you're 7-2? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's yeah, been a while really, since yeah. we've been 7-2, yeah. by and the it's way. it's like, we're not that bad. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But I think that's that's that should be allowed, bro. Yeah. Like, why are people so married to their opinions? Like, oh, yo, you thought the Knicks were going to be yeah. bad this year. Yeah, as I should have. I, like, yeah, I was right then for thinking that. Yeah, they had. Like, in September, I was right thinking, this is going to be a pretty bad team. I think it was like the Pistons and Wizards in the East that had the worst um and the knicks oh and the Cavs too yeah. excuse me the the worst like win totals yeah with the sports books they were, oh, we projected were talking, like 22 and a half games well they were telling us we're gonna get kate cunningham like we're gonna have the first pick yeah in the in the lottery yeah, yeah. and i'm like all right whatever like i i was like i want i was on the kate cunningham train obviously because he's a six six point guard six eight point guard like who doesn't want him yeah but then i'm like we're winning i'm like a fuck kate cunningham like i don't care like <laughs> i really don't care who it is at this point like i love these guys i love this team i don't care if a star doesn't want to come if they do want to come now they're like rumors damian lillard wants to come or not Damon wants to come. The Knicks are prepared to make an offer if Portland makes him available. But I don't like hearing that shit because let's say we don't get him and he goes to L.A., wherever he goes. Oh, Knicks fans think again, everybody. It's like, you guys are telling us we're going to get Damon Lillard or mm. we're going to try to get Damon Lillard. So don't get mad at us for believing this shit. They did the whole thing with Kevin Durant. Reed Buker said it's a done deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. KD's coming to the Knicks. And Yo, we're the idiots for... What about when Zion played in New York a couple weeks ago? Oh, yeah. And, and that the, whole press conference. Yeah. It was like the number one story on every outlet. He's not going to be a free agent for like eight years. Yeah. Like, he's not... We're, stop talking about the Knicks. Of course he wants to play for the Knicks. You saw his face when uh, Pelicans won the lottery. He was yeah. shaking his head. He wanted to come to the Knicks. But don't tell us like, oh, is Zion going to come? Of course. Everyone loves playing in the Garden. LeBron's been saying it his whole life. This is his favorite place to play. He had like three chances to come here. So I don't care. We, everyone loves playing here. I'm sure Kobe did. Everyone loved playing here. That doesn't mean they're going to come. Especially a, a second-year player who's had literally three more years on this deal. Mm. He's going to sign the mega extension there. They're going to offer him 250 million, whatever the fuck he can get. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. Well, that's why they did that. That's why they did that. Yeah, to, the, to, to, to keep, keep those got, guys yeah. in like Utah and fucking Yeah, it's Sacramento. very rare now that you're going to leave after your rookie deal is done. It's yeah. never you. You might never see it. I mean, bro, even Towns. He's been it's been a dumpster fire in Minnesota yeah. all these years, and he signed that extension with them. Yeah, too. but he knows. But that's the thing. Now players they can trade. They force their hand however they want. So they're saying, let me just get this money here, and then I just force my trade. So I have my my cake and eat it too. You know, because they can yeah. like, get their super max, and then all right, I'll just force them. Say I'm not gonna play no more. 
Do you like that? That guys sign these contracts and then they're like, man, I'm not happy like 18 months later. Yeah. I'm not. I mean, like who am I to judge them on trying to maximize their earnings? Mm. It's like Melo did the same thing. Mm. This is before the lockout. No, no, no. I don't mean. Mm. Uh, look, one thing that's really changed for me, bro, is I'm so pro player getting yeah. paid. I, I, yeah, completely. Like even when guys on my favorite teams hold out, I'm like, yo, I get it, bro. Yeah. Like Saquon. After the season, he's gonna hold out. He's gonna hold out. Yeah, of course. And they're gonna have to give him like seventy-five plus million. Hopefully, hopefully they lower the bar <laughs> of this because I want to keep him forever. We have to. You yeah. fucking took him second. Yeah, he needs to be a lifer. But hopefully, the next best running back gets like fifty-five. Like bring it back to like Le'Veon Bell range mm-hmm. when he signed with the Jets. Like I'll take that for Saquon, especially not how easily the cap is. Like you see what the Giants did. We had like twenty million dollars before giving the tax i mean the the franchise tag to leonard williams so mm. then we had two million dollars and then we went and spent the second most behind the patriots yeah so it's easily manipulated yeah there's ways around it but we're yeah. lucky because we're not paying daniel jones yet yeah which, which is going to be a nightmare too it's I don't not going to be a nightmare because he's we'll get into that yeah later. we're gonna yeah. get we got some giants talk yeah. coming up but like yo what i meant by that is it, it gotta be whack if if you're an organization right and like i signed this dude to a max contract and in my head i'm saying to myself yo all right, I locked up my star. He's happy because he signed for fucking two hundred plus million dollars. But then you always have that new wrinkle, bro, where mm-hmm. people are just like, "Man, I'm not happy. I want out." And it's like, "Fuck, dude. Now I gotta." Yeah, well, you gotta do better. You gotta do better by your star and building. Not everyone them. is Dame, where mm-hmm. he's like, "I don't want to leave. Yeah. I would stay here no matter what." That's very rare. And Beal says he doesn't want to leave Washington for some odd reason. But you're not gonna find those guys. They're gonna want to leave, especially not everyone's friends. They all want to play with each other. Yeah. D-Lo and Cat are best friends. Yeah. They found a way together. Then Devin Booker, like, they were talking about Devin Booker and Cat coming to the Knicks. It was, that, uh, it was that Slam Magazine cover. Yeah. The three of them. And, they, you know, they're best friends. So, like, now and they have more power than they ever had before. Mm. So, I mean, but going back to that, I don't mind it because, like, you got to do better. You, you're you a bad team, right? Whatever reason, you have a bad roster, bad coaching, whatever. You draft, you have a high draft pick, let's say Cat in this instance. You give him $200 million. He deserves it. He is one of the better basketball players in the league. So now it's your job as an organization to give him a good team. Like, not everyone's LeBron where you're going to literally carry yeah. trash for your whole career. Like, we're, we're rarely going to see that again. So give him a roster. Give him a competent roster. And if you fail, he has every right to say, I want to leave. And then you don't have to pay him that money anymore. Mm. It's a win-win. You're going to get your first-round picks. Now look what Harden got. I mean, look what the Rockets got. Well, they're dumb for not taking Karras and Jared Allen. Whatever they turned it into was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, but getting, that's a different conversation. Yeah, getting all the depot, blah, blah, blah. But that's a guy who signed his super, super max. Didn't want to be there anymore. And you got a shitload of picks. You could have had two great young players and a shitload of picks, which would have been a good deal. Because I like the deal for the Rockets. Like, if you're going to trade Harden... You got Karis LeVert, who has, I think, all-star potential. Jared mm-hmm. Allen's awesome. And four first-round picks. Like, I don't care how bad those first-round picks are going to be. Right. You could package them. Guys are getting drafted in 15-20 and becoming stars anyway, so it doesn't matter at this point. But they ruined it. But, yeah, do better. Get a better team around your star. And if you don't, he has every right to ask to leave. Yeah, you know, the I was reading something about Jokic. You know, he's going to be the... How many second round picks do you think have ever won MVP? Second round? Yeah. If you just had to guess. I was shocked by this. 
I said nine. I was like, oh, nine guys. Have no, won. none. I one, would say one other guy. Who? Willis Reed. Wow, he was a second rounder. Yeah, but it was weird because but that was like, like fucking back like sixty-five. Th- back then, it was uh, there was this like weird wrinkle in the mm-hmm. NBA where you can draft a college dude from like your hometown or home state. Mm-hmm. So like the Lakers were taking guys from like UCLA and like USC because yeah. mm-hmm. it's like there was like some weird. I don't know the exact. Mm-hmm. I should have had this, but he'd be the second only second yeah, round. Pick I thought it'd be none. I, I thought he'd be the first. I think that that's crazy. I was an idiot. I was like, yeah, yeah like seven yeah. or eight guys have won it. Nah, football, yeah, because <laughs> probably think about the football. They're seven rounds, second, way more yeah, likely yeah, to win yeah, MVP. Yeah. But uh, yeah, none. Yeah, I I can't even name you off the top of my head in the league right now. There's like three second rounders that are still playing that are good. Well, Marcus Sewell's not good anymore, but second rounder, Isaiah Thomas is not in the league anymore, but he has a good career. And Draymond, Draymond Green, those are like the only three I can like off the top of my head and be like, these are like. Also, they've all been in all stars, you know right? What I'm saying? So, and that's the last 15 years. Like, I can't mm-hmm. even remember of guys like second round because they usually don't pan out. Yeah, yo, there's been like a sweet spot from like 10 to 16 the last couple of years. Like, if no. you go back a decade, you're looking at like Kawhi, you're looking at like Giannis. Giannis. I was actually out. looking at the because they 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 brought up a I saw a graphic today on Bleach Report or something. It said about this year's rookie class was like. They liked it the least. They like compared it to the Anthony Bennett class. You're talking about the Anthony Edwards one, this one that just yeah, went this in? one that oh, just okay, right. Cool, cool. And they they saying like before the season, we're like this is one of the weakest classes in recent memory. That's what they said before the draft, right? And then now I actually looked at everyone's minutes. Four guys aren't playing 21 minutes a game, and that's like to one guy because Boston has two picks, so obviously you're not going to get them. And right. one of them is Pritchard, that little white guy that's yeah. like hitting all these shots, and. Uh, the guy from the Jazz that got hurt, the big man from the Hawks. Everyone else is playing like 22 minutes. A lot of them playing 30 minutes. Sadiq Bay, second rounder that the Nets traded to Detroit, yeah. he's averaging like 35 minutes. Like these guys are all, I'm talking about all, quickly, he's playing 20 minutes, ridiculously important. And, and also, not even the minutes too, but I mean, yeah, there's correlation between yeah. the minutes. Like if you're playing a lot of minutes, it's like also an important like rotation Im- piece. Important. Yeah. yeah. And then and I'm like, damn, like this is crazy. But then they brought it back to. The, the I think the Anthony Bennett class, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, this class is fucking trash. It was literally CJ McCollum at like eight, and then Giannis, and that's it. No one else is like, I'm even going to bat an eye, but I'm like, this is so bad. And that happens often. Like, we don't pay attention to, like, how very few All-Stars come per draft. It just It's so spread out over the years. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Bennett, Oladipo, mm-hmm. Porter, Otto Porter. Otto Porter, trash. Cody Zeller, mm-hmm. Alex Len. Mm-hmm. Nerlens Noel. Mm-hmm. I love him, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Macklemore. Trash. Trey Burke, McCollum. Mm-hmm. Michael Carter Williams won Rookie of the Year yeah. that year, bro. Mm-hmm. He's, and he's trash. He's trash. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, you get. The and then you have Giannis at like 15. Yeah, Giannis. Uh, even Dennis Schroeder, too. Mm-hmm. I remember the hype with him. I mean, he's one of the better ones, but. He's been like. like I like Schroeder, said, yeah. Role players. Mm-hmm. Reggie Bullock. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, man. Now I'm looking into the second round. There's yeah, no one. Bother, love. Yeah. I don't even think these guys are still in the league. Mm. Not one of them. Glenn Rice Jr. <laughs> Peyton Siva. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, it's bad. James Ennis. There you go. Boyan. Oh, no, that's not the Boyan. Never mind. Yeah, man. It's, it's, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. But, yo, let's get back to the Knicks, right? The Knicks, they've lost two games in, like, the last, like, 15, 15 16 mm-hmm. they've played. 
How wild has that been? It has been. I'm talking about. I don't leave the house. I don't. I don't miss a second. If I'm out, it's on my phone. I'm at a hookah bar, whatever. I'm streaming it on fucking first row sports on the browser on the TV because they don't have the, the the MSG. It's been. It like really brought me back to like 2011, 2011, 2012, 2013 when we had Mellow, where it was like. Nick's tape, especially 2013, 154, that was must watch. Yeah. Shumper was even talking about interviews. Like, yeah, we were must watch. People were coming to us, discount, double check. And like, we don't have like a signature thing like that, but it's like this team, it's like, it's so easy. It's so easy to love them. They see how, like, you see a guy like Randall. I don't remember any player year six to seven went from two different teams getting overlooked completely, getting a $20 million a year deal. As the consolation prize to KD Kyrie, right, right, right. getting shitted on because he was the consolation prize, so it made, it made him even look even worse because it's like, all right, it was supposed to be KD Kyrie, except we have Julius Randle. Yeah, and then he has a a good counting stat first year. He was averaging twenty and ten and right. four, but it was know? like a lot of just like yeah. empty stats. Yeah, right? it was you all empty. Hear that yeah, term. a lot of turnovers. A lot of, Horrible. Oh, dude, the amount of times that he would spin, do a spin move yeah. and turn the ball over. He still does it now, but now do I don't care. You could do a hundred times. Now, like he literally, you could tell, like he and you at Thibs says it, RJ says it, even like the veterans on the team, like Taj Gibson, they're saying it's like it all starts with Julius Randle. Yeah. He's the engine, he's the motor, he's the heart, like of the team. And like I felt, and like mind you, I'm a RJ Barrett. He's my favorite player on the Knicks, RJ Barrett. When we drafted him, I loved him. My friend was telling him he should be in China. They're telling me he should be in, should be in China. And I'm over here like defending his honor. I tweet, you go look at my Twitter. Every know, next I game, I tweet, I will die for you. <laughs> yeah, I will die for you. I, will die, I love RJ Barrett. He's 20 years old, wants to be here. Yeah. The, the strides he's taken is even better to me than Randall's because Randall's was always good. Right. Randall was always a good basketball player. RJ looked pretty bad as a rookie. But I could look at him and be like, all right, you're 6'6, six, 6'9 six, six, wingspan. You're built like a fucking G.I. Joe. He's fit. He has a motor. You can tell he likes to play. He loves to play. He's like a gym rat. So I'm like, yeah, he's going to be fine. But he l- did look bad as a rookie. And I've seen him becoming. I'm watching the game, and I forgot. I think we were playing uh, the Rockets. And he's like, you can't go under the screen on a shooter like RJ. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I when never thought. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, a shooter like RJ. I'm like, Yo, yeah. last year, I'm, I would never think to hear that. Like, he's a shoot, he shoots like 38% from three. And he did go like over 20 in one stretch in the beginning of the year from three. That really fucks up his percentage. He's probably a 40% shooter if you take away that right. 0 for 20 stretch. Nerlens Noel, I, I, I love him. I, I, he's an elite defensive player. You know, it was funny. Last time you were on, I got so many people that hit me up, and they were like, when you were talking about Frank Nilakina, you're like, yeah. I like Frank. He yeah. sucks, he's, but yeah. I like Frank. And look, he has not played a fucking minute. <laughs> probably since then. And, and, yeah, and in this, he has nothing to do with yeah, it. Yeah. And he played a couple games where D-Rolls was hurt and quickly was hurt, but whatever. But yo, you know... I, I feel as if it's it sucks because Randall, right, he comes in as a consolation mm-hmm. prize. The same shit with Amari. Yeah. A lot of similarities. Yeah, he wasn't going to. Yo, we're going to get Wade. Mm-hmm. We're going to get LeBron. We're going to get all mm-hmm. these guys. Maybe Chris Bosh comes. Mm-hmm. And then no one comes. It's like, all right, yo, we got Amari. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yo, Amari was still a beast. Yeah, yeah. he had his injury concerns. Mm-hmm. But when he was out there, this dude was like an all-NBA guy. And then with Randall, when he comes on in here, granted, he wasn't all-NBA. Yeah. But he was solid. Mm-hmm. His numbers, I remember doing videos for Chat Sports, and like he was a guy who every single year, statistically, up until the year that he got to the Pelicans, his numbers improved, mm-hmm. like points-wise. Wasn't that his best year with the Pelicans? Yeah, yeah it was. 20 like, and like, yeah. yeah like, like, so he, uh, he comes to the Knicks, and remember, there was some heat that the Knicks got with some of the contracts that they mm-hmm. gave. Like they brought yeah. in like all these power forwards, 
and all these like really mm-hmm. old vets. No. But when you look back at it now, it was so well played because a no. lot of them were on team options. Mm-hmm. They didn't bring them back. Oh, I did not care at all. Everything was two-year, $30 million team option. Even Randall, his third year is not even fully guaranteed. Right. Like, even Randall, our best player, can we can cut him if we want to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I had no problem with that. I'm like, I don't care if we're signing Morris, which you got a first-round pick for. Great deal. Reggie Bullock, all of a sudden, what, the fourth most, fifth most important player on the team? Probably. Yeah, easily. Love him. He's yeah, our yeah. best shooter. Like, our best pure shooter. I love him. Like, Alec Burke, $6 million, even though we signed him this year. He's like our like I, he, at one point he was the only guy off the bench scoring. This is before we got D Rose. It was still Dennis Smith who sucks, and Ike too was still up and down. Alec Burks was our six man. I'm like yo, like this guy's in contention for like six man of the year. That's how well he was playing, and like he he held us down. Especially we couldn't score in the beginning of the year. Mm. We're all defense and then couldn't score. And then right around we started winning, which was the Memphis game. Actually, we had lost three straight. Could have lost in Memphis because John Moran missed a game winner. Went to overtime, beat them, and that's what started the streak. So that was like a super. We could have. It could have been really bad, but we start scoring more. So Julius Randle, right? I believe MVP candidate. You have to. You can't discredit. Mind you, the NBA loves stories, full right. of storylines. This guy, we're like eight games over five hundred, and it's not that he's actually playing well. He's one of three players as of if the season ended today to average twenty four or twenty three. Yeah, twenty four, ten and six, and shoot forty percent from three. The other two to ever do is Larry Bird and Joker and the history of basketball. Like, this is the shit we're talking about. And we're winning. And at mm. this point, we're not one or two games over 500. We're eight games over 500. We've been the fourth seed for the last couple of games ahead of the Celtics, which are a better team than us. A bunch of, and Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler in the Heat. He's been better than all of them. So if you're talking about like an MVP race, you ha- he has to be over Tatum. That's a that's a five hundred team. Yo, that's the thing, bro. A lot of people they they get worked up because I said some shit about Chris Paul a couple of mm-hmm. podcasts ago. I was like, yo, he's not gonna win MVP, mm-hmm. but he deserves to be in the conversation. No, yeah, I read that. That's that's crazy. That 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 one's a little crazy to me. You don't think so? So, so hold on. What do you mm-hmm. what do you base MVP on? Because a lot of people have different opinions. I base it. It's I think it's a year to year thing. Right. So it's like it's, it never means you're the best player in the league. Right. Because if that's the case, there's five MVPs in the history of basketball. Magic in the 80s, Jordan in the 90s, Kobe the 2000s, and then LeBron. LeBron, the t- that's yeah. it. Like so, it's year to year. He's not even having. He's not even having the best year on the Suns. Right. He's not better than Devin Booker. Sure, I agree with you. So this is my comparison to that. LeBron James, before Anthony Davis got there, didn't make the playoffs. Anthony Davis comes, they win the championship. Is he the MVP of that team? I hear what you're saying. It's not even. It's still LeBron right, James. Right, right. Like sometimes well, the best player just needs help. Right. And that's Devin Booker's help is Chris Paul. Devin Booker is the best player on the team. He's the MVP of that team, regardless of how well Chris Paul plays and he changes the culture. Of course, he's a winner. He's going to change the culture wherever he goes. But I just think the leaps that they took, bro, from being a team who... Here's the shit. The Knicks was trying to get Chris Paul. Mm. If we get Chris Paul, we're probably the third seed if the Knicks right now have Chris Paul. Honestly, bro, I feel like they're even higher. No. About Milwaukee, Brooklyn, and then yeah, but right now Philly. they're they're only they're five games back of Milwaukee. That's, five's a lot. Five's not five's not that. It's, nah, I, I, but yo, it, it's a fight for th- it's a fight for for three. But in comparison to the Suns, now they're gonna they're gonna win more than fifty games. Phoenix. Oh yeah. So and I think we're, we I think we might be crazy. better than Phoenix. Take out Chris Paul. If you're just looking at the rosters, yeah, we might. The thing is, they have Devin Booker, so it's really hard yeah. and Aiton. We have a, I think we have a way more well-rounded team. 
it's t- it is tough. It, it's it's hard when you have that much of a better player. Yeah, because Devin Booker. Yeah, but see, here's the thing: we got to stop talking about Randall. Like he's not. Yeah. Like he's not. He. I think he's in that conversation now as one of the best players in basketball. And I think all NBA, it's not even a discussion. Because now they don't even do centers anymore, right? For all NBA, if I'm mistaken, it's three it's forwards, three two guards. Three forwards and two guards. But they yeah. give so Embiid's gonna have one of the forwards. Yeah. Right. Joker's gonna have another forward. They might. I don't know if they're gonna put them up one and two, but it's the best way to do it. So there's basically nine forward spots for centers and forwards. Randall's easily on that list, in my opinion. Well, easily. I made a whole, I made a whole case for him on the one of the recent mm-hmm. pods. Yeah, it's not even. I, I think it's, it's on like 20 minutes on that. So they're gonna give it to Kawhi no matter what. Right, they're gonna give it to LeBron over him no matter what, no matter how many games he missed. Giannis is obviously gonna have one. Yeah, but I don't think that's fair. Bro. It's not fair, but I hear what you're saying. That's what gets me. That's what gets me tight about that shit because the idea of like obviously LeBron is better than Randall, no. but this year he wasn't. Yeah, I don't think especially he when you factor in Randall's been so durable yeah. too. He's played all but one game. Yeah. I think we were talking yeah. about before we started recording. So that shit means something to me. Yeah, you've been out there, but you, the uproar what calls if LeBron James, if Julius Randle's above LeBron James in All NBA, is crazy. I wouldn't be surprised, bro. Nah, he's not. There's no way. I think there's no way. Maybe, maybe Kawhi. They might, but Kawhi didn't miss. He never had missed like a serious stretch. But let's say the guys that are healthy, right, that are forwards. He's having a better season than Tatum. There's nothing anyone can tell me. There's not a single stat it, it, you can show me. It is a rough time to bring that up. I don't care. He, can score, he can score six. I don't care. They're not. A, they're barely a 500 team with a better team. Mm. Like Jalen Brown's better than our second best player. Tatum is even himself is better than Randall, but he's not playing better. He does not deserve it over him. Paul George, who I hear a lot, is not even better than Tatum, and he's definitely not better than Julius Randall. He's the second best player on his team who's averaging, what, 23? I don't think he's doing any a single thing better than... I don't think he's shooting the three better than Randall, and that's his thing. He's a three-point shooter. He's not even shooting the three. Randall's shooting like 42%. Higher than Steph Curry this year. He's shooting the higher three-point percentage than Steph Curry. Granted, Steph is taking like 19 footers, Yeah, and 19 of them, but whatever. He's making them. He's making his threes. 42 is an incredible percentage, especially for a guy who is a career 27%, 28 three-point shooter. You know what I'm saying? So... Julius Randle, in my opinion, has to be... I think it has to be second at this point. And if we finish this road trip, 500, still hang on to the fourth seed, because we have a tough tough schedule coming up, there's no way he does not make it second. Like, fuck third. He has to be second at this point. It's getting out of hand. It's like every game. It's like... I, like, I watch it. I'm like, I can't believe like this guy's on my team. Like, I can't believe he's doing this. Turnaround jumpers. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Like... He still surprises me every day, and I'm like, but I just got to get used to it because, like, I think he really is this good, and he's going to be this good. And I read today they're talking for an extension, thank God, because I want him on yeah. the team. For and the he wants home. to be here to build yeah. with, the, with the Knicks, too. It was tough. Like, when he came, it's like, all right, did he want to come to help to revive the Knicks, or we were the only team that gave him that much money? You know what I'm saying? But at this point, I don't care. Why can't both be true, though? They can be true. But it's not an Amari situation where the injuries and – yeah. I'm sure a lot of teams want a Julius Randle. And look, if he didn't care, he would not have literally transformed from year one to year two into an MVP candidate. Like, this show, this guy, this just shows how much he cares. Yo, what do you think of all these comments from LeBron and some people about the playing games? I mean, I agree with them. So you don't like the playing game? I don't like it. I think it's stupid. It gives, I mean, I get why they do it. It's to stop tanking because now 10 teams can make the playoffs. Like, 10 teams are fighting for it. Right. Like, now, the last few weeks, instead of just the same eight, 
Now the ninth and tenth seeds be like, okay, we could actually make the playoffs. So I get it, and I get why they're doing it. And then also, in a way, you kind of figure eleventh and twelfth also. Yeah, because then they could. I want to fight for nine and ten. ten. Yeah, but I don't like it because it, like I said, like the Knicks, all that that they work for can go to waste. Like LeBron, a LeBron team should whatever they're injured. That's why they're in this position. They shouldn't be have to be in a playing tournament. Like well, there's no reason LeBron should be knocked down the first round ever. Well, that's that's why he's making these comments. Yeah, but, yeah, but he actually read. He actually didn't mind it in the beginning of the year. And I don't like it coming from him, honestly, because you're talking about a guy who had a cakewalk to the finals his whole life, playing in the East. Regardless of how good he is, he would have done it anyway. It just wouldn't have been as easy. Mm. Like I believe he would have made eight straight finals in the East. Maybe one, he would have got knocked out maybe once if the East was a little more competitive. He would have done it anyway. Like I'm not taking away from him, but it was. There was years where he just, with his eyes closed, went to the finals. Yeah. So I don't really want to hear LeBron complain. Like, you've had the easiest path to the finals of any, any superstar, really. Yeah. So, like, you shouldn't complain. Just fucking just play. Win. Win a couple games. You'll be fine. But they got injured. So, like, that's why they're in this position. So, if I'm him, I shouldn't be worried about the playing unless it's the... But it, here's the, the rules are, if you're 7-8, and eight, I think you have two games. Mm-hmm. And then nine and ten has one. Yeah. So as long as you're seven or eight, they're gonna win two games. The NBA's not gonna let LeBron get knocked out. There's no they're not gonna they're not gonna let it happen. And also if you're as good as you think you are, yeah, you having yeah. AD and LeBron, there should be. If I'm Luca, I should be scared. Because they got the two biggest divas in basketball on that team. <laughs> Fucking cry babies. All they do is cry. I can't stand both of them. Luca's amazing. KP sucks, but Luca's amazing, but he's a crybaby. He's a diva. Don't care for him. KP. Really don't care for him. Fuck God, KP, yeah. Nick's Twitter gets set on fire anytime that dude has a bad game. Yeah, and it's and when Randall went fucking nuts on the Maverick like forty four and ten, I'm like it was gorgeous because KP couldn't do a fucking thing. I don't like KP. I'm seeing six six guys guard him. It's like bro, we we were we were wrong about you. Like we thought he was the one. No, yeah. And him and Luca apparently not getting along. And Mark Cuban, I don't know why he would say some shit like this, but he's like, they have a good working relationship. So I was like, all right, how do they feel about each other? Yeah, now everybody's diving yeah, in Yeah, now it's like, yeah, they probably don't like each other. And I get it, because you got two divas. You know, only bad things happen when there's two divas on the mm. team. So if I'm the Mavericks, I should be a little scared, because they could lose. KP's not reliable. He's hurt every other game. If it's just Luka out there, you know, that team's not that good. So they can get knocked out. If I'm LeBron, I wouldn't be too worried. One, you're all, you are better than, I think that's the best team in the West. Yeah, that's the thing. If they're healthy, yeah, they're, they're the best team I in the West, regardless. Quiet. So I don't think they're gonna lose two straight games to Memphis or fucking even the Warriors. As good as Steph Curry's been, who I think should be finished second in MVP at this point. I agree with you, uh, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, I don't. That team sucks. Like Wiggins, Oubre, bro. Not when that. he don't play well, oh my god, it's they get housed. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. <laughs> they lose by like and he's allowed 50. to have his bad games. Yeah, you know, he's been he's averaging thirty one and a half points, which is crazy. But I mean, I expected this. I was having plenty of arguments. My friend's telling me, oh, this season the defines Steph Curry. I'm like, listen, like, no, it doesn't. He's proved, I think he's the best point guard ever. Mm, interesting. Yeah, not great. I mean, or maybe great. Yeah, best, greatest, whatever. Because if you're going to say magic and, but fuck the height difference. Like, if you're building a team, sure, I want to be mad at you picking the six, nine point guard. But who's better than Steph Curry? At the, I don't think there's ever been anyone better than Steph Curry. We've never seen anyone like yeah. him at that position and then yeah. shooting from 35 feet. Yeah, I think like, oh, the, that's a good shot. I think he's the best. I think no one changed the game like he did. First battle Hall of Famer, obviously. I think I think he's the best point guard ever. Bro, I had I, I said this I think in 2018. He's in my Mount Rushmore of most influential basketball players of all time. Yeah, of course. It's not. I think he's the most influential. Might be. He might even be over Jordan. 
Well, and it's tough because Jordan did usher the big man. Well, he didn't even usher it. He was just a guard winning in a big man era. So he didn't right. even change it because it was still a big man era the whole time he was there. Right. You would always take the big over the yeah. guard and draft. And he and just shit. kept winning. And everyone's like, how the fuck is he doing this? You're supposed to go big. Mm. But he didn't even change it. You know what I'm saying? Because he was the only. I was like him and Clyde Drexler. You know, there's a few other guys. Right. But, but, the, but you always saw guys of that kind of mold, right? Mm-hmm. Like Dr. J was a guy who was super explosive mm-hmm. and with the dunks and very flashy, mm-hmm. right? And then fast forward to MJ, and then from there you get like Kobe. I, I literally just finished watching mm-hmm. The Last Dance again. Mm-hmm. Like today, oh, I, watched you're the last, um... I was watching it again. But Curry, dude, first of all, every team now shoots so many threes, yeah. right? Like the whole game has changed because of the Splash Brothers, because of Curry and that Warriors team. And it's crazy. They, they haven't led the league in three-point attempts in years. They just shoot such a high percentage. Yeah, they, they changed the game for everyone else. It's like, well, y'all still going to shoot more than us. Like the Rockets led the, the, the when Harden was there. They were shooting the most threes. More like by a wide margin compared to the Warriors. The Warriors like, all right, we just gave y'all the, the blueprint, but like you're just not going to do it the way we mm. do it. And look, they shoot less threes than everybody, but you got Clay's hitting 45, Curry 45%, Curry's hitting 44, KD's hitting his usual 40. Like of course, you yeah, don't need, ev- you don't need to take sixty. Everybody wants to have, yeah, uh, shoot all these threes, mm-hmm. right? Oh, we want to duplicate gold. But they don't have the like, personnel for it. Yeah, good luck, bro. No. They have the two best shooters yeah, ever. ever. It's like that's why. And that's why you throwing, it worked, yeah. you throwing KD also. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's unstoppable, bro. No, it is. I mean, the whole like more influential is crazy because like MJ is beyond sneakers. Like, like I was actually watching, I was rewatching the documentary they did on the Dream Team. And, like, in Barcelona, like, he's a fucking god in Barcelona. Like, I don't think Steph Curry's going to get the same amount of love. Like, I've, I'm from Cyprus, a little country this big on the map. My little cousin knows who Michael Jordan is. Right. You know what I'm saying? He might know who Steph Curry is now because, like, you know, if you follow basketball, you know who Steph Curry is. But, like, I'm talking about my father who doesn't know anything. When Kobe died, we were at the di- at work watching Jordan speak about it. He's like, "Oh, look, it's Jordan. Look, it's Jordan." Mm. My dad can barely speak English, but he knows who Michael Jordan is. Yeah, like he does. He does not know who Steph Curry is. Mind you, I'm watching basketball at the diner all day. He doesn't know who Steph Curry is, but every everyone knows who Jordan, is, especially with the sneakers and the whole culture. Like he's so important. Like he's he might be. He's the, obviously I, th- I think he's the goat, but he is the most. He might be the most influential. He has to be. Now I mean, bro, him. he really birthed. The signature sneaker for everybody, yeah. right? Like, there's yeah. no Kobe's, there's no LeBron's, Durant's. Yeah. Kyrie got a line too. I mean, they all, yeah, they all have sneakers. The Kobe's were always dope. LeBron's were dope until I think he left Miami. When he went back to Cleveland, then like I didn't really because I didn't want to keep up with sneakers. So I don't like his sneakers after he left Miami. But he had some dope ones. KD always had really good ones, but it's never gonna be. It's like the magnitude of Jordans. Mm. It's too late. Like this guy hasn't. This guy retired in like '03. And he's releasing the same shit. The same. He's just retroing them again. And Dude. they're selling out in seconds. Yo, it's so wild, It's insane. Bro. It's going to happen forever. Even after he passes away. He makes hundreds of millions of dollars. And he hasn't played in 20 plus years because yeah. of the sneakers. No, it's, it's, it's absolutely insane. It's wild. He's. Yo, with. That's what was so crazy, man. When you talk about like influence, right? It's weird because we live in an influencer era now mm-hmm. with social media. But dude, back then, bro, they would. Like, it, it seemed as if they were a rock and roll band everywhere yeah. they went. And, like, Jordan was the lead singer. Oh. Like, anywhere they went, it was just so wild. Yeah, like, to people, see like, that passing shit. out and, like, people just, like, running up to him. People just, like, complete and on, like, starstruck. You just see him, like, on the bus, you know what I'm saying, or, like, driving around. Like, my cousin saw him when they were playing the Knicks in, in, in the cities outside of the hotel. 
And they knew where the, the, whole, where the hotel they were staying at. And him and my cousin, him and my, my two cousins were waiting outside. And Jordan legit gets off the bus and starts walking in. And this is what he told me. I'm going to believe him, obviously. Like, why would he lie about this? But he said he sees Jordan walking off the fucking bus. And, like, he was, like, eight. I mean, die. he's the reason I'm a Knicks fan. He's like, yo, I didn't know what to do. Like, he just froze. He's like, yo, like, I'm seeing Michael Jordan walk in front of me. And then Jordan just looked at him and, like, had nodded and just, just walked away. And he was like, this guy couldn't move. Like, it was like staring at Medusa, bro. Like, Dude, one of, one of my dad's really good friends from Greece moved to the States in, like, the early 80s. He got a job in Atlantic City as a uh, blackjack dealer. Mm -hmm. And he was there the night that Jordan left to go to AC with his pops when they were playing the Knicks. Mm -hmm, yeah. And it was like, oh, shit, is he fatigued because of the Knicks yeah. defense or is it because he was out? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he dropped like 55 yeah, the course, next year yeah. against the Knicks. As usual. But he, he was over there and he was saying how it was, at first, it was just him and his pops. And then word started spreading like wildfire, just mm -hmm. like word to mouth, like, yo, MJ's here, MJ's here. And then no. it was just chaos. Like, it's, imagine how, like, how harder it was for word to spread back then. Yeah. Dude, you would have to wait until the next day to get your news. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or like some shit happens. That's why it's like a gift and a curse, right? Yeah. Like people people have weird relationships with social media, something we talked about mm. on the Patreon too. Like what's your relationship mm. with social media? It's a question I always ask and I always get fascinating answers. But the best thing about social media is like, God forbid some like state of emergency goes down. No. You'll know in two no. minutes. Oh, my mom was telling me like in the 90s and sure in the 80s, some shit would happen at 10 in the morning. You didn't hear until the, the, next, five, yeah. the 5 p.m., 6 p.m. Yeah. primetime news. Yeah. It's like, yo, you have to wait all the time. Mm. And for all we know, this murderer could be on the loose. Bro, murderer, she grew up during the, the Son the of Son Sam. Of Sam yeah. That shit just dropped on Netflix. Yeah. I'm about to, like, cue it up wait, and watch it. it's a new one? Yeah, it's a new oh, series. It's like a four. You need to watch the movie based on it. Summer of Sam. It's a Spike Lee movie. Fire. <laughs> yeah, Yo, you want to hear a funny what? story? <laughs> junior year in high school mm -hmm. me and john john Selvis, mm -hmm. he was just on the pod we had to do a uh we read the there was a son of sam and yankees like that yeah there was a documentary it, yeah. yeah so someone wrote a book forgot mm -hmm. the name of it but it all makes sense why i forgot the name of it the principal bryant came into the class mm -hmm. one day he's like oh son of sam i remember that mm -hmm. <laughs> so me and john we didn't read the mm -hmm. book we came up with this like bullshit spark notes as reading. So the principal goes to John. He goes, oh, man. Uh, what was the name of? He's like, hey, John, what was the name of the, the son of Sam killer? And uh, he goes, Sam Berkowitz. He's like, that was his name. Because it was like. It was Berkowitz. I forgot his first name, but yeah. Berkowitz is his last name. His, his last name's name, not but, Sam. but I think it was like David was yeah, his first David name. Yeah, David Berkowitz or John. Yeah, I think it was David. David Berkowitz. Yeah. <laughs> and John was like, "Oh yeah, man, my bad. I'm just having a long day." <laughs> and me and John just started laughing, bro. We got like an A on the project. It was dope because we did like a whole pinstripe yeah. backdrop and shit. We're both no, that yeah. fans. We're like, "Fuck you, yo." Yeah. Our teacher was a Yankee fan. We're like, "Yo, we'll get some Starboys." <laughs> but it was so funny. And the reason why I bring that up is because like my mom was i think 10 or 11 mm -hmm. when that was going on and she was saying how her her friends that she would play basketball with that were like 13 mm -hmm. 14 and shit and even like one of like her aunt which would be my great aunt mm -hmm. they were so worried because that shit was running wild yeah, in like yeah. queens and mm -hmm. shit you know like ev any woman and those that aren't familiar with the story is like this dude was like getting 
preached by like his neighbor's dog and yeah, shit. It was, was like devil, some kid. Yeah. They, uh, he said the and, devil's in the dog. And he would only kill brunettes. Brunettes, yeah. And my mom would, is a brunette. No. And she's like, yo. So And like the youngest girl that died was like a 12-year-old. My mom was like, yeah. oh my God. Oh, yeah. He didn't care, yeah. So my mom was saying how imagine like if something like that, God forbid, was to happen now. You know about yeah, that shit. Yeah, like, yeah. yo, there's someone crazy yeah. on Steinway Street, bro. Yeah, Watch out. Citizens app. Citizens app. Yeah. Fucking Twitter. Citizens app is crazy. Citizens app is bro, wild. Me and Chris are in the garage hanging out, watching TV. And both are we both got Citizens app. It goes over at the same time, right? I'm like, guys, something in the neighborhood's going on. Right? It's like right before the quarantine. We're watching the fucking or my during quarantine. We're watching the Tiger King shit, right? And it says man with gun, right? And the address is up the block from my house. So, and we see the map. I'm here, and he's, the dot is right here. I mean, Chris, look at each other. And the garage door was closed. I'm like, yeah, what do we do? Like, do we open it? But apparently, there's a man with a gun up the block from my crib. Why the fuck would you open it? I don't, to see if he's going to shoot? I don't know. want to just get shot through garage and I see it. But uh, we didn't hear nothing. Like, it went away. But I'm like... What the fuck? I'm like, this guy, if it's true, this guy has a gun. You know, a firecracker might go off, and they're going to be like, oh, someone's going to report it. Man, shoots shoots fucking, shoots a gun, whatever. But we see it, and the guy's like walking. You see the dot moving. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, this guy's carrying a gun, walking in front of my crib. I was like terrified. I'm like, yo, this dude has a gun. Yo, I run throughout Astoria sometimes, mm-hmm. and I'll take like wild. That, like, I'll go down 21st, and then I'll loop around down 20th Ave. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go like into like East Elmhurst, go down McClancy. Bro, I had I went running down like Broadway and we both went to Bryan mm. and shit. And there was like that one deli by the yeah, train yeah, station. Yeah. Everyone would be yeah. like, Don't go there yeah. by yourself. Yeah. There's always chaos yeah. and shit. The projects are literally mm. on the same block mm. as our fucking high school. Mm. Yo, I get home, I take a shower, shooting at the deli. Oh yeah. I'm like, that was fucking 12 minutes yeah. ago. I'm like, oh, my God. No, it's crazy. Yeah. By the way, haven't went running since. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, fuck that. Stay home. It's not worth Stay it. Stay at home. <laughs> Jesus, it's crazy. But, yo, going back to, like, the whole, like, um, the reason why we got, like, super sidetracked. But Jordan. talking about, like, Jordan mm-hmm. and, like, the influence, influence right? It's, I don't think it's comparable, bro. I don't think you can. I think he was in such a different level because now you have, like, a, fucking stacy down the block is an yeah, influencer yeah. and like three million people know who she is where back then you mm. didn't have anything yeah. besides like an article from sports illustrated and if mm. people watch you on tv see but that's the thing that's another thing that i think made jordan look a little better because like this last dance brought a lot to light where like he was probably a piece of shit mm. like he was not that good a person like me and my friend albert we discussed like jordan uh kobe a lot right and he's like, yo, when I say the GOAT, greatest of all time, he's like, I'm talking about greatest person, greatest, like, everything combined. And he's like, off the court, Kobe's greater than Jordan. He's like, fuck the sneakers, right? Fuck the championships. He's like, everybody loves Kobe. Mm. That People that still hate Jordan. He's like, kids growing up adore Kobe. Kobe with the charitable work. And we see the family man and we see like the endless amount of work he's put in. And he played longer than, than Jordan. He mm. played 20 years. Like he put in pain. Tore Achilles coming back. Kobe's put in pain. Like pain his whole life. Broken finger. So it's like, yo, like he tells me all the time, he's like, yo, Kobe's the GOAT. I'm like, and when even, I say GOAT. And, and even like, you know, this is always a tricky subject, mm-hmm. but when he had the allegations against them, yeah. he really owned up to it. Yeah. He was like, yo, I made my mistakes. Mm-hmm. He, he paid for it. Yeah, he didn't shy away from nothing. He didn't yeah. like try to shove it. He's like, yo, yeah. man, I'm going to just deal with it. Mm-hmm. And 
so to him, he's like, yo, like Kobe. See, when I say go, I'm talking about just like bat what you do on the court. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then a little bit what you do off the court, right? But if you're talking about like the greatest person, like it's between LeBron and Kobe probably. You know what I'm saying? When you're talking about who the best is. But yeah. I think of like when I, when I like to, when I argue sports, I try to keep it within the sport. Because then it just takes away, like, I'm talking about, I think you're great because of what you do on a basketball court. But, like, like a humanitarian and, like, a person, like, I think Kobe, like, might be. But here's the thing. A lot of shit would have came out back then if there was more social media about LeBron, I mean, about uh, Jordan being a piece of shit. That we we were lucky enough to see here. Like, Kobe's not letting people, I mean, Jordan's not letting people eat on the plane. Like, he's not letting grown men eat dinner. Like, that's fucking crazy. Like, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. But that's, that's how, like, I was laughing watching it. But it's like, yo, like, look at this guy. He's telling his teammate, you can't eat. Like, that, that's absurd to me. Like, I don't think, like, Kobe, yeah, I know people, Kobe, uh, a lot of teammates say Kobe was, like, a hard teammate. But it's like, I don't think he, like, took meals from them. You know what I'm saying? He was just like, yo, work a little harder. Work as hard as yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll win. But, like, I think, like, that, like, takes away from Jordan. It's like. Well, yo, that's why, like, I. I give so much credit to LeBron because for us, dude, he's the first mega star to stay of like social media. Yeah. yeah. Like, yo, we legit followed his whole career. Yeah, we got to see it. Yeah. And and you're talking about in full detail behind mm-hmm. the scenes, like following him and a new album comes out from some rapper. Yeah. He's bumping it. Like, you saw the whole shit. He's the first high school player I've followed bro he's the first dude that made me watch high school sports and i yeah. was like 12 that was what and he came out what oh three yes yeah, so i was nine and i'm saying i'm like we all gonna, knew LeBron. yeah i was like oh this high school team is playing on espn yeah pretty cool and i'm like wait this guy from high school i'm like what the fuck i used to write like reports on lebron every day we had to do like a current event and i only did sports and it was about lebron lebron had a stretch where he played like 46 to 48 minutes for like nine straight games his like second year in the league I'm like, to me, you know what I'm saying? Like, to me, those stats are crazy when I'm like eight years old. Mm. I'm like, those guys, but let's like, yo, he's fucking playing every minute. And he's like 20 years old. I'm like, this shit is fucking insane. I'm like writing, like, he's playing so many minutes, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yo, like, I got to like, I really got to see LeBron's whole, whole life. Like, more than, about half, he's 36, right? Yeah. 18. We've seen half this man's life. Yeah. Or whatever we get to see, you know? And like, under the microscope, more than anyone ever, bro. Doesn't. But he's out there and under the like because he's so like look even if I doubt he does anything bad you know what I'm saying everyone has their demons everyone does their dirt whatever I don't think his is that serious like you know obviously someone's only gonna allow, allow you to see what they want you to see correct but I mean he seems like a good you know what I'm saying like yeah and there hasn't been any crazy scandal yeah. like the, the video my favorite video of LeBron is when the girl comes up to him and he's like pointing yeah, to his man yeah. like I love that video yeah. like he's so conscious he's like yo like this is gonna be I'm LeBron James there's a camera on me. Everywhere, so I gotta, I gotta, you know what I'm saying? I gotta be careful. And this girl comes, he's like, "Nah, go over there." Funny story. That was at Cabana in Toronto. This spot. You ever been to Toronto? No, never. Bro, beautiful. I city. want to. Beautiful. I, I can't. It's Toronto, Vegas, Miami. Th- my three favorite cities. Granted, I haven't been a fucking world yeah, traveler, yeah, but those like resonate w- with me the most. Uh, he was there the day before I got there. Really? Yeah, because we went there for OVO Fest. Oh, that's sick. And uh, yeah, because I remember that shit went viral. Like March Madness was playing. Mm-hmm. That's what March Madness. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was so, a funny video. So yeah, but yeah. But, LeBron, for the most part, you know, no cheating. No, for what we know, you know, what I'm saying no cheating. But he must have a good team to clean it up if there's anything going on. Yeah, but, there's that too. You know, what I'm saying I doubt it. I doubt it. I don't think you could just tell. Oh, but we don't know. That's the thing. I don't like talking about this that much because it's like, bro, I really don't know these people. Mm. But like, he's opening up a fucking school. Like, how bad of a person is this guy? Yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I'm pretty sure my safe money that. is 
He's a good guy. Yeah. And the, he don't do the, no the favorite at the sports book is yeah, he's a good dude. I think he's a good a decent yeah. guy. Yeah. Bro, so we got like the home stretch of games. Mm-hmm. I think every team has like l- roughly ten or less than mm-hmm. ten games to go. What are you what are you looking forward to, man? Well, obviously the Knicks. Tough schedule. We spent enough time yeah. on the Knicks, yeah. But that's those games, those are tough games. Yeah. Against with other teams that are in tight races. The Lakers, that's a big game. Suns. Suns are Suns big. Again. I mean the Suns are pretty much one or two, but like the Lakers, that's a big game for the Lakers too. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. as far as so like, it's not just us. Yeah, it's like that. That's a really big game, and LeBron's missing the next two, so because his ankle sore. So like that's I, I'm I need them to not play that game. But if they're still seventh, you bet your money LeBron's gonna suit up yeah. for that game at AD. But uh, yeah, just to see if the Bucks can catch the Nets, I think that's gonna be an interesting one. I don't want them to because I want to face them in the Eastern Conference Finals when we get there, but. I think that's an interesting one. Um, I, I don't like the playing tournament, so like it doesn't interest me. Like I'm gonna watch it obviously because it's, it's playoff basketball. But hope hope everyone gets in there healthy. Hope no crazy injuries. You know I want to see a good. You know sucks what happened with Jamal Murray because like yeah. as good as the Nuggets are playing, they're not. Joker's not carrying them to no fucking championship. Yeah, and especially if you run into the Lakers. Yeah, you know round. it sucks for them because you know with Joker playing that well, and then you have your full team. That's a scary team. Where with Murray, fucking and Michael trade, Porter Jr. Yeah, and then they trade seven, for Aaron Gordon. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's very unfortunate. I hope everyone's just healthy going in into the playoffs. Yeah, I know you don't like the playing game, but I'm fascinated to see like a Blazers Suns round one matchup would be pretty interesting. Oh yeah, it'd be bro. cool. Utah Portland. Mm-hmm. I, well, I hate Utah. I'm like, I hate Utah. I know, but you know everyone's gonna look at like one versus eight, two versus yeah. seven. But this is a Blazers team that's been super battle tested. Mm. I know they're like kind of like up and down yeah. a lot, but they're a team in that I wouldn't. I would probably make a financial investment on Portland to beat either of those teams in the playoffs. I could see them beating, um, which is also, by the way, a different mm. discussion. Like who I think is going to win and who I should bet on is yeah, yeah, yeah. completely separate, right? Yeah, yeah, like, sure. like gun to my head, yo. The 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 future of your show is on the line. I'm gonna pick the Nets to win no. the East, but gambling wise, yeah, because the odds, are, the mm-hmm. best bet you can make are the Bucks. Yeah, so that's, that's another tough one. Like we just seen them go at it, yeah, but without James Harden, granted, sure, and that, that does change a lot. But you know, Giannis looks on. But I mean, Giannis has always looked like this. But you know, let's see. That's an interesting one. I do think the Nets are gonna make it. Mm. Obviously, as long as they're healthy. If they're fully healthy, I think there's absolutely no chance that team doesn't win the championship. Fuck, fuck the East. That team is this is the greatest team on paper. Mm. Or maybe yeah, it's it's better than the war. They're better than the Warriors. Like I would have to say it. Yeah. So you got KD, KD cancel each other out. Right. I take Steph over Kyrie. James Harden's obviously better than Klay Thompson by a long shot. Yeah, right. But then what? I mean, I forgot. Let me me retract that. Because then you got Draymond Green. They don't have anyone better than Draymond Green, other than those three at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't think it'll be like Joe Harris matched up. But you got Dinwiddie, Joe Harris, Blake Griffin. Now I think it's a really good team. Granted, it sucks because if they were able to play the whole year together, you know, because they got Harden later in the year, Blake Griffin even later. The Durant Warriors had the time, yeah. The Warriors yeah. had the luxury of playing together, but I think that team, it maybe not the best, but they might be the most unstoppable or the harder to stop because you have legit three guys. I think it's fair to say offensively they might be. Yeah, they they on pace to have the greatest efficient 
offensive season in the history of basketball. It's insane. It's, it's insane. And like they're not even playing together. They have a, how many games have the three played together? I think it was like the number I saw was like they've been on the court together less than two hundred minutes. Yeah, nothing. Which is essentially what six games? Six, yeah, I was gonna say six games, which is crazy. And they're going, they're going nuts. It's crazy. What, what that team could do, I'll be terrified if I'm any team. Mm. I'd be terrified if I'm fully healthy. But that's the thing. The second one of them gets hurt, it's bad. Especially, I think it's. I don't know how crazy this might sound. Harden needs to be the healthiest. Mind you, I think he's the third best there. Like, I, I'm a Kyrie over Harden guy. But for them to win, they need Harden. Like, I don't know if that makes sense. Like, I think they can go further with Harden and Kyrie than KD and Kyrie. Or Har- And then uh, they can go further with... Uh, but, yeah. Forget what I just said. They can go further with Harden and any one of the two than the other two. Either Harden, KD, Harden, Kyrie. But Harden needs to be there. Gotcha. Like I think if it's KD Kyrie, I think the Bucks, I think the Bucks will take it. Philly maybe, but Philly's like a tough one because like Embiid is just gonna go fucking crazy. And then without Harden, you are lacking that the offensive firepower. And then I think they can keep up without if Harden's not there. If the Sixers play the Nets in the playoffs, I'm betting a lot of money on whatever the point total is for Embiid every series. Oh, every, every game. He's, yeah, but you, he, he might get 40 every, every but game. But you think they would have it at like 35? You think it'll ever? I'm not a big better, but like lately I've been betting a little bit. You think it'll ever be that high? It might eventually get there. If he gets 40, 40, 40. Yeah. Before the game might be like 30. You, might, you right? might see like a like a 30 and a half game yeah. one, right? And then he'll drop like maybe 40. Mm-hmm. And then they'll go to like 33. And then if he drops 40 again, you might see a spike. Oh, that's crazy, yeah. It but happens think, a lot. It happens a lot sometimes with football. Like when Mahomes first came out, mm-hmm. like his his passing totals were like two. Then his first two games, he had Wait, like two, ten, what, two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. This this is the when he won MVP. Mm-hmm. I remember vividly. Throws four against the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Then the next week, throws I think other four or five against the Steelers. Week three, three and a half was yeah. the total. And then he had like three. Yeah. Right. So it's sometimes it takes a while for for props because props are different, man. Props is completely different from from like a point spread yeah. in a game, right? Because there you only have one of two outcomes. Are they going to win by three or are they going to lose yeah. by three? It's one of the two. Where props is, all right, there's so many other variables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't B going to pick up two quick fouls? Mm-hmm. No. So much for that. Is Rudy Gobert out that game? Mm-hmm. Is is Simmons out and now his usage rate is yeah. going to spike up? There's so many different things that could go And then down. even within the game, it's Tobias Harris hitting every fucking shot. They're gonna feed him more than they might feed Embiid. Right? Is it if the, they're making all these shots, less opportunities for offensive rebounds. So he, that might take away three or four points. Exactly. The total. Yeah, it's a bunch of shit that goes into it. Exactly. But save money when it comes to Embiid and scoring, especially against a team like the Nets, because DeAndre Jordan fucking sucks. Yeah. It's food down there, so he's gonna, he's gonna go crazy. He's gonna average. It's gonna look like Shaq when they play, if they play, if they match up. It's gonna look like Shaq. It's gonna be crazy. They're still gonna lose though if it's the big three. Man, it'd be so, so fun from a storyline standpoint because one thing that the NBA has done a really good job over the last couple of years, dude, and I think it's because of all the super teams and the the common narrative of, ah, it's going to be Golden State Mm -hmm. and the Cavs, right? Why are we even going to care about it? I would get into so many arguments with people like, bro, the NBA is so lit. Yeah. Sure, we know what the finals is going to be. We but spoke about this last time. Yeah. We always knew what the finals were going to be. Yeah, if you look at yeah. the history, that was number one, right? Yeah. You look at the history of the league, you always knew who it was going to be. And then also, y'all love the NFL. 
the and Pats are in the AFC yeah. title game every yeah. single year. Uh-huh. Like, what's the issue there? Mm-hmm. But there's the fantasy aspect. There's the yeah. gambling. There's mm-hmm. a lot of other things yeah. that go into it. The once a week thing mm-hmm. too. But then with with like the NBA and the storylines, to use a wrestling term, fantasy booking, the semifinals in the East, Nets, Knicks, Bucks, Sixers. Yeah. Chaos. I would love that. Yeah. Chaos. I would love Because you know the Knicks are not going to get swept. Yeah. No, I don't think so. They're not going to. And there's going to yeah. be like half the crowd in Brooklyn, maybe 60 40 is going to be It's going to be Knicks fans. anyway. So you're basically playing a seven game series if it mm-hmm. gets to that. All seven games yeah. are, are Knicks fans. Yeah. And then you have, you know, I haven't Giannis thought about that one. It's going to be true. It, it, bro, it, it, it is what's going to happen because they have no be, fans. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, you saw some of the games that were on ESPN when the Nets and Knicks played on that Monday night game. Yeah. It was, the night that we linked up afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, yo, you heard, like, let's go Knicks. Yeah. Defense when the Nets had the ball. Yeah. It's like, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is going to be all home games for us. So from a storyline standpoint, like, I would love to see that. Yeah. Man. And the then matchups I do, would be I dope. do want to see uh, Lakers Clippers. I want to see them go head to head. They owe us that, man. Yeah. Because last year, everyone Last year, was that's like, what it was supposed to be. And then fucking Clippers choked. I want to see that. I would love to see it. Then that'll, like, put the to rest that Kawhi is as good as LeBron. Because mm. he's not. Like, we love... Like, Kawhi's great. But I think we gassed up Kawhi a little bit. Like, he was considered the best player in basketball. Like, that changes all the time. Like, when he won with Toronto, he's like, oh, this is the best player in basketball. It's like, no, he's not. He's not the best. He's barely top five, if I'm, if I'm being honest. Is he better than like he's not better than LeBron? He's not better than Curry. He's not better than KD. He's not better than Giannis, in my opinion. Is he better than uh, Embiid? I don't think so. At this point, now he's even better than Joker. I was gonna bring up Joker. Is I don't know. Right. He might be because you know different positions. I'd rather have the wing anyway than the big. But that's not who'd rather have. It's who's better. Yeah. And I think I think Embiid's I think Embiid's better than a lot of dudes. Like I think Embiid's better than Anthony Davis. But you would take an Anthony Davis because he could dribble. He could bring the ball up. Spaces the floor a little better, so you would take an AD over Embiid, but I think Embiid is the better basketball player. And Joker, I think Joker's better than AD too. Yo, Joker is a point center. It's sick. I'm fucking watching the game yesterday, and this dude literally just lowers his shoulder. That's it. All all game, and I'm like, how is this not being? How, how can you not stop this? And it's like, yo, he's so like the finesse. Like he plays. Like, you can tell he practice. He like he legit goes to fucking practice and has four guys just stand there. Like yo, come <laughs> here, and just does this. And I'm like, yo, like this shit is, is bothering me. Like I hate watching it because I'm like, it looks so easy for him. And I'm like, this is crazy. And the dribbling, he's doing no look passes. I'm like, this guy's. Crazy. He plays mad European. Yeah, bro. but it's like, <laughs> and I hate Euro ball, yeah. but like he makes it look mad cool because he's not supposed to be doing this. He's like 280 pounds. He's humongous. Dri- like, he can actually dribble. It's not like no bullshit. Like, oh, he can bring the ball up. Like, a nah, he's green. legit, He man. can dribble. Yeah, he can yeah. pass. Like, he's he's a dimer. He's It's crazy. Yeah. Speaking of Euro, the Knicks actually signed some Argentinian dude. From who, Barcelona, right? Or some, or yeah, some s- some, Spain, some weird shit. But it's like a four-year deal. The last three years aren't uh, guaranteed. That's not just highlight tape. This dude looks crazy. Imagine it's against Euro, so, like, you take it with a grain of salt. I'm talking about Euro step left and right. The way he finishes, so crisp passing. Bro, he looks like looks like hero a hero of those Knicks teams, Pablo Prigioni. Yeah, and he, like, commented. I saw his Instagram post of him thanking the fans. And Pablo, I think they played in the same team, whatever team that is. Pablo was there. Interesting. Yeah, and Pablo was, like, commenting. He it was in Argentina, whatever, so I didn't understand. But he was, like, commenting on the post. Like, I guess was saying, like, good luck or whatever. But the, the kid looks good. His name is Luca Vildoza. Looks, mind you, 
you know. Again, highlights. Yeah, it's supposed to look good because yeah. it's your highlight. But it was interesting. I'm talking about like very finesse, very crisp layups, the way he finishes, floaters left and right. Like his jelly's crazy. He could dribble. I'm like, all right, I'm like, he could help. Maybe for next year because like he's supposed to come in the next six days. Mm. But it's like, do you really want to insert this guy now? Nah, he would fuck up the this late. Yeah. But yeah, maybe right now he's going to be insurance if D Rose gets hurt or IQ gets hurt. Yeah, you would need to only run with that dude in the event that someone gets hurt or, yeah. like, an emergency. If Payne gets hurt, then you're going to have to yeah. play him. But whatever. I mean, see what we get out of that. But who knows? Maybe he could be our Luca. And he's 25, so he's not that old. He's not, like, one of those. Like, the other guy on the on the Nuggets, Camposano, that little 5'7 dude that's, like, running around. He's not, like, they're all, like, Pablo. Pablo's, like, 38 when he came as a rookie. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's 25, so this is, like, rare to see, like, a 25-year-old come overseas, which is, like... Your prime physical years, but let's see. My pops was mad hype with Pablo Prigioni. Yeah, because my dad watches a lot of Euro yeah, basketball. Yeah. Like when Aiton and Luca came out, mm-hmm. it was the first time where I didn't watch KP when he came yeah. out. I watched highlights. Yeah. Luca, I actually watched. A he was lot on Madrid, of, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, he played on the second best league in the world, and he was the best player in the Euro League. Which you know, not for nothing, it's professionals. Yeah. And he was seven. He was young. He's eighteen. He was young, yeah. yeah. And dude, it was the first time that I actually watched a Euro guy like in full. Like I actually mm, watched yeah. games because they play in the Champions League, which is similar, like in soccer, same setup. All the best teams in Europe and shady Greece has like three really good basketball yeah, yeah. teams, so they're always like in the semifinals and shit. And I remember watching him, and my dad was like, "Yo, that kid's gonna be a beast in the league." Because, like what you said, he was seventeen at the time. Yeah. He was playing against adults. His body already blossomed yeah. into. Yeah. You know, he was like a man, and he was the best player in yeah. that. So when him and Aiton were going at it, I was like, first of all, I'd always take the guard. I know Me he's too. not a guard, yeah. but like he plays like yeah, it. He's, right? he's a guard. He's a guard yeah, for them. Yeah. yeah. But traditionally, he's a forward. Like his body's a forward is what I wanted to say. But I would always take that over. Me too. The, I always take the, the ball handler over the center, especially no. how the NBA was going. And like Ain can't even shoot. And I like Ain. Ain's great. But I would take Trey Young over him too. If you could redo that draft, Aiton Bagley. I mean, obviously not Bagley, but mm-hmm. Aiton Bagley, Luca, Trey Young. How are you? Wasn't wasn't Fox on there also? Fox was Darren in that. Fox. Yeah, he's a beast. Yeah, man. I love Darren Fox. That's He's, a guy like, yo, you know who he kind of reminds me of? Not so much like their, their playing style, but he has a lot of Damian Lillard to me mm-hmm. where like the hardcore NBA fan is going to be like, yo, yeah. De'Aaron De- 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 Fox. Like a casual one really, because he plays in Sacramento. Exactly. Like, like it yeah. wasn't until Dame started hitting yeah. all those game winners against like Houston. Yeah. And then honestly, bro, when he hit that shot against Paul George and. Uh, that wasn't that long ago. Yeah, but I feel like that's when he really hit mainstream. Yeah, that's when he started hitting the. The logo best, Lillards and yeah, shit. Like that's best point that, guard in the league, which is so crazy to me. Right. But, like, uh, he made a couple all-star yeah. games and shit. Yeah. And he was snubbed a lot early. But if I was to redo that draft, I think I'll go three straight. I'll go Luka, Trey, Fox. Yeah, I think that's the answer, yeah. too. And then, I mean, I like Ian, too. And, like, he's good, especially they're lucky they have Chris Paul and Booker. So, like, he's in a perfect situation. Right. But, um, yeah, I'll go the, the, the ball handlers. You have to go ball handlers, especially in today's NBA. And Fox can't really shoot though, but that's why I'm taking Trey Young over him. Trey Young has unlimited range, great passer, great finisher too. Fox is like a real athletic non-shooter, but I like mm. Fox. I love Fox. I think Fox is great. There's like rumors the Knicks are trying to get him before he signed the mega deal, 
And us and the Heat were like trying to trade for him. Well, also anyone that played on Kentucky now is going to oh, be yeah, tied to the, the pipeline. Knicks yeah, just like the Giants or the fucking Georgia pipeline. The Giants got another linebacker from Georgia. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about their draft? Because I'm so, I'm very like I follow a lot of mm-hmm. I follow a lot of Giants people obviously, mm-hmm. and man, I don't agree with the sentiment of how good their draft played out. All right, I was so first night initial reaction when I heard the Giants drop the back. I'm like, is Dave Gettleman okay? <laughs> right? Not because I didn't agree with it, but because like he's never in any round. Like that's ever, crazy. Not even in the vote. fourth round, third round where that happens all the time. Like these guys never fucking traded back. You I'm think like, that binder had a page that said trade back? Look, look, like he finally got to that. That's it, a big ass binder. It was, bro. but here's the thing. At first, I hated it because my draft board was Jalen Waddle, one, Agreed. Devonta Smith, two, Mika Parsons, three. That's what I wanted in that order. Okay. So. Oh, okay. So you threw me off there because I, I thought you were talking about wide receivers. No, no. Just in general. That's just who, in general. That was my board. That's who I wanted. Jalen Waddle, Devonta Smith, and then Mika Parsons. Okay. I think he's... the Gonna be Devin White, and Devin White's the best linebacker in football. That's a beautiful comparison. Yeah, I agree and with I you think there. he's gonna. So, and it made me sick. He went to the fucking Cowboys. Yeah, but so I'm like, all right, and I really, I we really need a receiver, mind you. I don't care that we just signed Kenny Galladay and we have Shepard and Slayton. We need more playmakers. So that whole thing is, oh, we signed Kenny Galladay so we can do whatever we want with the pick is not true. Well, I was I was one of those people mm-hmm. until I really like dove into it. And Even, it's like you're 31st in the NFL. Yeah, in, for in a reason. Offense. And, and Galladay is – I love Galladay. And yeah. He's great. But he's not going to bring you from 31 to top 10. Right. So you still need more. Oh, yeah. Shepard is one concussion away from never playing football again. Yep. I love him. I think he's great. He's a great slot receiver. Not dependable. And he has like a year or two left. He's not even going to be on the team next year. Mm. So we have we can't be real short-sighted. This is a still a, development, a developing team yeah. that's not going to win next year. So you need to – Think about the future. Slayton, I love Slayton, but he's looking more like a take the top off the defense guy. Slayton is great if he gets four or five targets a game. Yeah. Stretch the field out. Yeah. Make it easier threat. for everyone yeah. else. And he's your like fourth option. Yeah. And I like Slayton. Right. So he's not like, but he's not like some great receiver. Right? I agree with you. So we did need a receiver. That's why for me, everyone, all my friends are like, oh no, we need pass rusher. I'm like, we're not taking pass rusher at 11. S- speaking of short sighted, mm-hmm. I don't think Evan Ingram is going to be on the team after this. Exactly. Year. If, uh, eh, it depends. If he could catch the fucking ball. Not if he wants $15 million a year. I mean, what if he shows it? If he shows he's worth it. (sighs) He should be. He should be. If we're talking just, he should be the third or fourth best tight end in football. Yes, that's why it's so He's supposed to be, yeah. Yeah. Like, you look at him and I'm like, you could be amazing. Bro, like you're not Kelsey and 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 Kittle, but you're you should be you should be under. You should them. be with Waller. Yeah, you should be in the Waller discussion. Yes, but like you're not even that. Yeah, you're you're an amazing athlete, freak athlete. You're literally Kyle Pitts, but a little less refined because Kyle Pitts is amazing. Who I think was a reach anyway because I would never agree with taking a tight end four. I don't care how good how good he is. Highest ever that a tight end. Yeah, but there's yeah. a reason because you get them in the third and they end up. Like fucking bro, Kittle fifth round pick. Yeah, and what was um Ingram was the, like twenty second, yeah, same but, draft. Yeah, but uh, OJ Howard was the first one, so that was like a weird. That was like right. a good tight end year. But what about uh Kelsey? It was he was like a second rounder, right? Yeah, and no one goes in no tight end. But that's why. And that's why I'm like four. I'm like yo, you can get this guy. Like Waller wasn't even a first rounder. None of these guys are first rounders. But yeah, so 
but trade back, right? So I see Jalen Lomato go six. I was heartbroken. I did not expect to go that high. I was streaming live on Twitch. That nah. broke my heart. I because that's who we needed. That's like baby. Well, Kyrie. I was I was sold on. I actually the the way the draft played out up until Detroit. I kind of had an idea. That's how the the first couple picks were gonna go. Like I was, I was. Oh, no, I knew we were fucked. The second San Fran didn't take Mac Jones. That was our out. That was our way to get Devonta Smith. Right. Because now Denver probably takes uh, Trey Lance. Mm, and then I see what they, they took Sertain or Horn. Sertain. Yeah. Sertain. So now Dallas doesn't trade back because they need a corner. Yeah. So they take Sertain. We pick eleven. Yeah. The Eagles are fucked at 12, and we get Devonta Smith. Or they get Mika Parsons, whatever, but we get Devonta Smith. So the second I saw they took Trey Lance, I'm like, Mac Jones, I think he sucks. So no one's going to If it's not the 49ers taking him, he's not going to go before 11. So I'm like, all right, it's going to get bad. And I think Gettleman knew that immediately. The second Trey Lance went three, he's like, all right, we're not going to get our guys. And I think their board was similar to mine, obviously, except for Mika Parsons because yeah. they would have taken him. But they had... Jalen Waddle and Devonta Smith. Well, the thing that really upset me about how it played out with the Giants is they made it so fucking obvious that they were going to take a wide receiver. Yeah, right. They did. And then Jamar was saying we need more weapons. Yeah, and, and then they also leaked out that Gettleman had a hard on for Devonte Smith like the day before. Yeah, two days before. And then even the sports books had him like minus three hundred to go yeah. to the Giants at that point. But I mean, until the trade. everyone knew that. I, I mean, we're like we're like the Georgia and Alabama pipeline, especially because of Joe Judge, yeah. right? So the Alabama guys, but I mean. It's been talked about forever. They did tip their hand a little bit, but it's not like, look who we're talking about. We're, we're talking possibly like elite receivers, both of them. Yeah. So teams wanted them anyway. It's not like, oh, let's try to fuck over the Giants. It's like, no, we're also getting. Yeah, they also need a lot yeah, of like we Yeah, need, like we need this guy. Yeah. So like I wasn't that mad at it because like it's obvious. Like these are two like can't miss prospects. I want to waddle because that speed, you can't teach that speed. Yeah, he was the most unique wide receiver yeah. in this class. Like, I would have taken him over Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase hadn't played in the year, uh, in the whole year. He opted out. Waddle, like, you're talking about, like, Tyreek Hill type speed. He's a little slow. Obviously, no one's as fast as Tyreek Hill, but this guy, put him, he put him anywhere. That guy is, and you could say he's a warrior. He played injured yeah, foot. Yeah. He could have risked his whole career yeah. trying to win a championship. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love Pretty that. Pretty stupid. Yeah. Pretty stupid. But, like, I respect it. Yeah. Thank God he's okay and everything's fine and he got drafted high. Cool. Devonta Smith, and then I see once I saw the Eagles jump, I'm like, okay, they're obviously gonna take, take Devontae. Smith, yeah. So then I see the Giants trade it back, and I'm like, all right, how far back did we go? Because I'm angry just off the fact that I wanted Mika Parsons. So I'm like, all right, maybe we go down to 15. You know, he had a lot of he didn't play this year, a lot of character issues. I'm like, all right, maybe we trade to 15 and still get him. But then I saw 20. I'm like, all right, there's no. You see, way. I was different because I wanted Slater, the the lineman. Yeah. I mean, I I knew we weren't gonna go lineman at all, actually. Because Gettleman loves the picks he made last year. He loves Andrew Thomas. He loves Pear. And he loves Lemieux. Like, he loves those guys. Yeah. So, and like, he even said it in the presser. He's like, yo, I have more confidence in them than you guys do, talking about the media. So, whatever. If they suck. But, he, like, I'm not mad at it. He took three offensive linemen last year. Yeah. So, I'm not mad at him not taking offensive linemen. And you're not going to reach. Especially, especially. All right. So, whatever. Let's get. We'll get to that, right? So, get back to 20. I had no fucking clue who we were going to take. I'm not a like I follow college towards the end of the year and especially when I look at who where the Giants pick, I have an idea of who's going where and then I do my research on these specific guys. So when you go out to twenty, I'm like I don't fucking know like yeah we were like, supposed I, to pick at eleven yeah I'm like yeah so I'm like I, I don't know saying. so then guys Kadarius Tony and I'm like who the fuck is Kadarius Tony? I'm on Twitter crying right. <laughs> 
A couple of my friends I watch college, he's like, yo, he's a dog. Impy even told us, yo, he's a dog. Yeah. Some other kid I have on Twitter, he's like, yo, he's a fucking dog. I'm like, all right, let's see. Then I'm reading more shit. He just became a wide receiver. He was like a do-it-all weapon, running back. Then I heard he compared himself to Kamara, and I'm like, that's not exactly what I want to hear from my 20th overall wide receiver draft selection that you're Alvin Kamara, because you're not. You're a receiver. You're not a running back. I don't care how he plays. He catches 100 balls a year. I don't care. You're a receiver. I want you to be a receiver. But then I'm looking at the highlights. I mean, they are highlights, but I'm like, yo, this dude is shifty as fuck, and he's fast, and... This plays where it looks like Saquon, where there's five guys around him, and he somehow gets out of it, scoring touchdowns. So I, then I, I sort of liking the pick, but I think Daniel Jones sucks. So that's starting to be where I'm at. So it doesn't matter. We can put fucking Julio and Hopkins on the team. I don't think Daniel Jones is good at all. So what's the point of having all these guys? I think it's a good job setting the tone for the next quarterback because now you're gonna have your next quarterback. And look, maybe it's fucking Aaron Rodgers. Maybe it's Russell Wilson. We have picks now to trade. We have a quarterback to give back in return, especially to the Seahawks, because they, they don't have a backup. And he, first he said, it's none of my business, Gettleman, on draft day when they were trying to trade Aaron Rodgers. He's like, it's none of my business. And then after the draft, he's like, listen, you got to explore everything. So I'm like, all right. Like, he's not dumb. Oh, he might be, but I mean, <laughs> he showed this year, like, yo, he can be a progressive general manager yeah. and, like, adapt and change. I think that had to do more with Joe Judge, though. Because, obviously, Joe Judge is going to be there a lot longer than Dave Gettleman because he's a coach. And he showed he's he's a pretty good coach. So, I think Judge had a hand in it. And, I don't know. I hope, I pray we fucking trade for Russell Wilson. Whichever Russell Wilson you're talking about, you want a Super Bowl contender. You're lucky I have pants on because I'm mm. getting stimulated. Yeah. The idea of having oh, Russell yeah. Wilson and Rodgers on the Giants. Dude, I agree with insane. you. The thing with, the thing with Daniel Jones, right? This is, this is my beef with the selection of Kadarius Tony. And you wanted a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. The wide receivers you wanted weren't there. You trade back and you still take a wide receiver because I took it as if you were so stubborn to not take a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. You follow? So for me, I didn't like the thought process of that. Mm. Do they need wide receiver help? Yeah, absolutely. They were 31st in total offense in the NFL. They were 15th in the NFC. There's 16 teams in the NFC, Mm. right? We're a dumpster fire Mm. offensively. Now there's no excuses for Daniel Jones. Mm. That's why I like it. You have an $18 million a year wide receiver. Who is good and deserves that money, mind you. You have a stud running back. You have... A very, very good, I'd say borderline elite slot wide receiver mm-hmm. in Shepard. Yeah, because he, he is. I, Shepard, when he was with, with Odell, was, yeah, it was insane. eight, nine yeah. touchdowns yeah. a year. You have Evan Ingram, who last year the issue was, can he stay healthy? He was healthy. Now it's like, can, can you catch, fucking yeah. catch a third yeah. and eight and win us yeah. a game against Philly, Philly on yeah. Thursday night yeah. so we don't have to fucking worry about Washington yeah. losing? And you get Barkley back, which mm-hmm. I mentioned. So now it's like, yo, Daniel Jones. It's your time. It better be. No. And I like this because now it's, I don't have to see him on my team if he sucks this year. Like, there's no excuse to keep him because he's no gone and Gettleman's gone. Yeah. The next GM is going to pull up Josh Rosen. He fucking killed. Clinsbury came. He's like, I don't fucking want this dude. Like, which, give me Kyler Murray. Which was really fascinating that he made a trade. For next year, which is, I I gained a lot of respect for Gettleman. It's like, yo, you're, you you might not even be here next year. And you looked at the for the best interest of the Giants. And I'm yeah. like, all right. I, I, I can respect that because who knows? The Bears, a fucking Andy Dalton-led team, they're good, but they're that's one Khalil Mack injury away from being a top five pick. Like, 
that team is not that good. And you have Andy Dalton there. If he plays like Andy Dalton, a couple of injuries, we can have a top five, top uh, ten pick. I think, I think we'll see Fields, though. Okay, a rookie right. quarterback. What rookie State. quarterback exactly comes in is gonna light this shit up? I doubt it. Yeah. It's even, I, I would love for Fields to come in. Man, I made a complete one eighty on this quarterback draft class. I was all in on like Zach, like Trevor Lawrence. Like, yeah, the yeah. only way Trevor Lawrence is gonna be bad is if Jacksonville fucks it up. Yeah. Like, there's no that dude is yo. They're they're my favorite long shot team to win their division. Think about their division, mm-hmm. right? Tennessee, they lost. I think it's like 64% of their receptions from last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still got A.J. Mm-hmm. Brown, who if you play fantasy this year, do whatever you can to get him. I, love I think AJ he's going to be yeah. a fucking mm-hmm. problem. Still got Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is like four straight years of 400 plus mm-hmm. touches. The history of the NFL. Yeah. There's going to be a fall off. I've you been think wrong. It's this year, though? I don't know. I've been saying it for two years. Four hundred <laughs> touches is a lot, but for a guy that looks like Derrick Henry, and we're the also size, talking about a guy who is completely different from the other. Yeah, running back. so yeah, he yeah. might, maybe he has a couple years of four hundred touches, but it, it, it could happen. So that's a, that's a hell of a point. But that's he is the biggest running back I've ever seen. But I'm I'm looking at it like this, right? I'm a Carson Wentz stan. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know Wentz, too, what to expect mm-hmm. with him on on the Colts. Mm-hmm. They can, yo, their range for me could be a top ten pick to a potential bye week in the playoffs. Yeah. Legit. Because no, yeah, their yeah. team is really solid. Jonathan Taylor is one of my favorite running backs in the league. Their O-line is mm-hmm. elite. They got some weapons that are interesting. They got a defense as a top 12 mm-hmm. to 15 defense, which is what you need. You yeah. don't really need a top five defense if the, you have an offense. The, the, the Forrest Buckner train. Yeah, love Buckner that. was great. Like, he's great. Darius Leonard. They still got Leonard. Um, so the thing, the thing with the Colts is like, I don't know what's going to happen with Carson Wentz, yeah. right? And that's an MVP type guy when he he was gonna win the MVP before right. he got hurt. Like, and I, then I think he's amazing. And then it's a nightmare in Houston, bro. Yeah, and I, you heard Deshaun might not even play this year due I, to the allegations. He might not play at all. It's it's the allegations, and I know some people in Houston mm-hmm. hashtag sources. Mm-hmm. They're like he's not gonna play for them again because he just doesn't want to play. Aside from the allegations, right? He's like, like aside from that, for yeah, yeah. yeah. But now him. it's like you know he hasn't posted on his social media since yeah. like March. I mean, he shouldn't. He's, he shouldn't. Yeah, no. yeah. But also like. I'm looking at that division. I kind of like the Jacksonville roster. The yeah. quarterbacks are just so bad. Mm-hmm. And Trevor Lawrence, if he's going to be as great as everyone is saying he is, and I think he's going to mm-hmm. be, I wouldn't put it past if they could win like nine games, ten games, maybe. You think so? As a rookie? As a rookie Man, rookie I know. quarterback, it, rookie running back, I, rookie I, head coach. I know it sounds crazy, but I like their weapons, their offensive line they've invested in. Yeah, I like Chuck a lot. I think Chuck is awesome. They're... Their defense, I think, just was they, – they had that issue of – I know they've lost a lot of guys, right? Don't get it twisted. But I think their defense fell into the trap of, fuck, yo, Blake Bortles again. No. Fuck, dude, three and out. Like, it's the same shit with Chicago. That's mm-hmm. why I think Justin Fields is going to be interesting because you're just – you're – like, bro, you, you played sports. Like, you when, even when you're rooting for certain teams that you root for, it's like you just know when, like, your team is going to be bad. Yeah. You don't think the players on the team know? So yeah. if you're a defense, they're like, fuck, yo, why am I going to throw all these, force these three and outs, and I'm going to be back on the field because yeah, my yeah. team's going to be on yeah. a three and out. You know, so it does something to your team. And I think with Justin Fields, that's what he's going to bring. And with Trevor Lawrence, I think he can make big improvements to, like, potentially win that division. I wouldn't put it past it. Me neither. I wouldn't. But, I mean, like, this is how I look at it. I think the Colts have to win that division, like, Philip Rivers was bad last year. How much worse is Carson Wentz gonna play? Right. I don't think it's gonna be that much worse. It it should be better. Like he's supposed to be better than 
38, 30, whatever, however old. Yeah, he's like 10 years younger than him. Yeah, so he should be better. But let's just say, because, you know, his trajectory has been Mm -hmm. backwards, uh, Carson Wentz. I still think they're going to win the division, regardless of how well Carson Wentz plays. I didn't even throw this at you. Tennessee's defense is fucking trash. Yeah, I mean, they did overpay for Bud Dupree. Who just like tore? Didn't he like tear his ACL and gave him and like, late too. Like he yeah, might he might not he be ready even, to yeah, play. Yeah, gave him week fucking one. seventy. That I was like okay. Yeah, and I don't. And Giants they lost fans to Dory Jackson. Giants fans were upset that we didn't sign Bud Dupree. Oh, what, what Giants fans? I saw like all, I follow a lot of Giants fans on Twitter. I'm like the fuck you want, but he just tore his ACL. I would much rather give the money to to Galladay than give it to Bud Dupree. I would have loved Bud Dupree for like a one year, eight million dollars yeah, deal, not the, when yeah. he signed. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's ridiculous. But um, yeah, man, the Giants, uh. So I'm not mad at the Tony pick anymore. I'm just, I don't know how he, mind you, another thing. I don't even think Garrett knows what to do with him. Because he's a horrible offensive coordinator. He stinks. He needs to go. This, we have, we might have a top, before we even drafted Tony, I'm like, this is the best. It's us and I think Cleveland, the best offensive weapons. That's what I was saying last year for the Giants. Well, yeah, but. I think it's. We I lost Saquon like yeah. a game and a half. In. But you're talking about Saquon Galladay, Saquon Galladay, Slayton Shepard, Tony Evan Ingram. Take away the quarterback, take away the O line. I think, especially now with Tony, because I was having an argument with my friend. We're like, damn, it might be. Well, t- I think Chiefs, regardless, even though it's they don't have a like, who's their second best receiver? Is it Miko Hardman? He's not. I don't think he's better than. Shepard. No, he's not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's fast. He but could it, be. But you know what that's similar to? It's a similar take to the Suns and the Knicks roster, right? Where yeah, like, because they Tyreek just have is, yeah. Kelsey and Tyreek yeah. so above everyone so else. So you're going to take them. But right. like, you're talking about like a whole complete Collectively. eight guys, seven guys that you can give the ball to. I think it's us in Cleveland. And after again, Tony, I think it's us. So we have the best pa- package of weapons. Yeah. Like if you were to play seven on seven, you'd take yeah, the Giants. Yeah, I'm with the Giants. Yeah. yeah. So... I don't mind the Kadarius Tony pick. I'm more concerned with Daniel Jones' development and if Garrett even knows how to utilize how to him. Because we, I think, and I was talking to this with my Jets fan friend, the Jets and the Giants, uh, the least amount of Jets sweeps or even motions. We don't even try to throw teams off. It's like legit. You get the line and you fucking hike it. No one's motioning nothing. Kadarius Tony's a guy who should be fucking Jets sweeping, going from on the outside and then ending up in the backfield next to Saquon. You got to move this guy around because he, he could do it all. I don't think Garrett knows what to do with him, and I think Daniel Jones sucks. I don't even think he can get him the ball. If he, because that crossed my mind too, mm-hmm. if they use him like that, I think it's a hell of a pick. Yeah. Just the decoy and the distraction. Yeah. I don't mind that. Because year one, like even Tyreek Hill, that's what he was doing with Kansas City year yeah. one. Year two, towards the tail end, he started to put up some monster games. And then year three, he's like yeah. an all pro wide receiver. And now he's like a top five wide receiver, I feel like. Yeah, in, he in is. The league. And I can see a similar, obviously, he's not going to be, I don't think he's going to be Tyreek Hill. I can see a similar trajectory. Well, the way they use him, that's how it should be. Yeah, I mean, it's a little easier when you have fucking Mahomes. Right. Who could reach Tyreek Hill's speed. Yeah. You know, Daniel Jones is going to underthrow every fucking throw if he had Tyreek Hill on his team. Yo, are you a fan of PFF? No, they suck. They just... <laughs> okay. So I like them, and I try not to slander them too much mm-hmm. because I know a lot of people over there. And, and, and they're a great resource, right? They lose me when they say shit like... James White in 2018 when Gurley, like the last great yeah. Gurley MVP mm-hmm. year, like week 10, they're like, oh, James White is the best running back yeah. in football because of like the analytics. No. I'm like, all right, fam, like you lost. Yeah, today. like analytics and then is a little too Also, crazy. you know who the best deep ball thrower of 20 plus yards in the NFL was last year, according to them? 
Was it Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones. Yeah. I'm like what? because like catchable balls, right? Whatever yeah. the idea of a catchable ball is. I'm like I'm like whoa, whoa. I wa- I watch the Giants twice a week. Yeah, like uh, I, wait, I'm supposed to be I'm supposed to be happy that he's throwing a ball that the receiver could catch. I'm like, That's his job. Yeah, he's supposed to do that. Yeah, no shit. Like the fuck? Yeah, thanks. He should be throwing a ball that the receiver can catch. I'm like, and I hear this, and it's like, oh, Galladay's gonna. Well, Galladay will help anybody because I think he's great, but like. Because Galladay can jump and catch the contested ball. So I'm like, yo, that's just cutting slack for Daniel Jones for throwing a bad pass and having a guy with such a wide radius to be able to make up for a shitty throw. Yeah. I'm like, this just makes Galladay look a lot better and it's just making Daniel Jones look worse because he's going to be throwing bullshit and praying the 6'4 receiver who fucking, like an eagle when he open, opens his arms, could come down with the ball. Yeah. So I don't like, I, I hate Daniel Jones, man. I used to, I, I loved him as a rookie, you know, obviously the win yeah, against you, Tampa Bay. Well, you know, you know why though? Because this is, this is how I describe it. Cause my friends give me shit for this. We want, we wanted and we needed Daniel Jones to be something. So yeah. we fell for the trap. Yeah. But last year just showed me that like, yo, yeah. you're not the guy. Unless he has me, it's year three. So this is the it's always yeah. Year three. It has to be. It has like, to be right. Like I, I think Josh Rosen hasn't wasn't even given a fair shake in the NFL. I we didn't even get you. to see him develop, and it's sad because he's probably never going to play football again. So year three, like I mean, I know, and a lot of people are comparing Daniel Jones to Josh Allen. They bring in Stephon Diggs. We bring in Kenny Galladay, and da 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 da. Yeah, but you're missing the shit that that you can't teach. The arm strength that Josh Allen had always. The speed. I mean, Daniel Jones is fast, but Josh Allen's a better runner. He doesn't fucking yeah, fumble the yeah. ball. He's he runs like a running back when he runs that yeah, route. Like he's, he's bigger too. Yeah, thicker, he's, yeah, he's like a he's like a man. You know what I'm saying? And Josh Allen looked bad his first two years, but like I I trust their coaches over there more than fucking Jason Garrett. Like, yeah, dude, Dable was like a fucking yeah. big offensive coordinator so, prospect. I don't like the the comparisons. I see the similarities. With the Stephon Diggs, Galladay, year three, blah, blah, blah. Second quarterback taken, and then was Daniel Jones, third quarterback taken, Josh Allen, whatever. Uh, we could have just taken Josh Allen, which is fucking crazy, and then drafted Chubb in the second round, and now you're looking at a Super Bowl contender, which is crazy. Like, that's how crazy, you know, and I hate saying this because I fucking adore Saquon. I think he's the most talented running back in the NFL, fast. him and McCaffrey. But I, I give it to I still give it to Saquon. He's just bigger. He's still yeah, faster. Yeah. He's stronger. I love him. I adore him. He gives one hundred ten percent. Fucking first game this year. This guy couldn't even get a yard. And like you know, I felt so bad for him. I'm like, yo, like I love Saquon Barkley. But like we really fucked that pickup. Well, yeah, you know it's funny. I wanted um, I wanted Darnold. My my my. Fi- well, I still think it's not bad. I still don't think Darnold's bad. Yo, listen to this. He's gonna go crazy in Carolina. He's gonna go wild in Carolina. He got his coach back. He got his receiver back. He has Christian McCaffrey. They got a good O line. He's gonna go crazy. Yo, they have a real wide receiver, DJ Moore. Two and Robbie. They got Robbie, who he knows was him col- was, yeah. was his guy. Mm-hmm. You got. They took a kid in the third round, I think. Terrence Marshall Jr. Oh, yeah. Played at LSU. Mm-hmm. Joe Brady, the first mm-hmm. player from LSU that he's drafted. We know about McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. They have Matt Rule. Mm-hmm. And also, he doesn't have the Jets stink. Yeah, and he doesn't him. have the New York media. Like, you're in Carolina. Yo, that's another team that... I they, think I, I, yo, Darnold's good. I think Darnold's good. So, like, my, my thought process in that draft 2018 mm-hmm. was Darnold or Rosen. I'm not going to say Allen or yeah. Lamar because I was completely yeah, wrong. Yeah, I wanted Rosen, too. I was like, Rosen or Darnold, especially when Baker went mm-hmm. one, and then we could get Chubb in the second yeah. round. I was l- my legit- fucking running back ever. Yeah. Like, who cares? 
Like, the guy that just got this year is going to be nice. Michael Carter. Yeah. Like, he's going to be great. And, bro, the Lions just got rid of on Johnson. Yeah, just like that. But whatever. I don't... You, you, you running back is the easiest position to find. And you take it in the when, second. When C.J. Anderson got signed off the couch and ran for, like, 150 yards yeah. in the playoffs against Dallas with the, with the Rams. Yeah. I think that told you everything you yeah, need to know about. I mean, but here's the thing. Leading up to Saquon going two, we've seen Zeke go... Top was fourth, right? Yeah. Leonard Fournette went five. Leonard Fournette and McCaffrey went the same draft. Yep. They went Both high. Top 10, yeah. So it's like, and you see this all the time, especially running backs. Their contracts happen like the highest paid running back, right? It goes up and down, up and down, up and down. They were getting AP got his 80 million, right? Then they're like, this is fucking outrageous paying a running back. Then it went down to the 50s, right? Then you see Zeke, McCaffrey, and Leonard Fournette go high. Then like, all right, now we need a running back to win. That's the thought process. And Gurley went like 11, right? And he had the injury, but still he went 11. So now, I don't... That's why I understand why Gettleman went Barkley at two. But it's like, bro, trade back. And, but you're Gettleman. You don't trade back then. But you could trade back and still get your guy. Pick up an extra second or first, whatever, next year's first. Trade back, you can try to get your guy. He he. That's the thing. He might be right on the sense that he didn't like the quarterbacks there. Because... I don't even like Baker. Baker is not better than Josh Allen. I don't even think he'd be better than Darnold. I think Darnold is better than Baker. Yeah. So, whatever. Uh, Man, so much of it goes to where you went, bro. Yeah, because look, look at the fucking Browns. That, that's a Super Bowl contender for every reason except for Baker. If they had a different quarterback that you trusted, I think more people would be on yeah, the Browns. And well, I like the Browns this year. They got year. Newsome. They got Josh Johnson the third from the Rams. They got Clowney. Newsome, what they drafted. They just got Clowney to go with fucking we'll go with Garrett. Yeah, yeah. Odell's coming back. They got um the guy that ran Schwartz that ran like a fucking four three five. Stupid speed on that team with Landry and Joku. Odell. Yeah. A great offensive line. The Trey best Hunt. running back tandem in, in football. Yeah, yeah. Like this team is fucking stacked top to bottom. It's they're gonna be scary. But Baker's gonna hold them back, probably. Unless he takes a step. What is his fourth year, right? Is yeah. his fourth year? He could, I don't see it. He looks like a game manager, just like a slightly not better Alex Smith, just a little different than Alex Smith, a little more athletic Alex he's Smith. He's more risky. Yeah. Like he'll, he'll do some stupid shit yeah, because yeah. he's he's arrogant and cocky and he's right, like, I'm, right, right. I'm big. He bets Mayfield. on his talent a yeah, lot there. Which he which shouldn't because is... he's 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 not as good as he thinks he is. Right. But that team is terrifying. I would be very scared of I think they're going to win the division over Baltimore. Oh, my, my early, because yeah. I've started doing that, my early take is that Cleveland wins that division. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be tough because like, we always like to count out Baltimore, but like we know they're regular season fucking assassins. No, I think they're going to be there. I think Baltimore's yeah. a playoff team. Yeah. I think Pittsburgh regresses a lot. Well, yeah, I, I think Pittsburgh's going to be I don't even in, think Ben's good anymore. Pittsburgh's going to be very interesting to mm. see how that plays out. But It's tough. Cleveland is, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on Cleveland. Dude, this was fun, man. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Uh, it, was, uh, it was a good time. You make me laugh when you come on Thank here. Thank you. For sure. Uh, before we go, though, one of mm-hmm. the reasons why I brought you on is I love what you're doing with the hats mm-hmm. that I'm wearing. Appreciate the cameras that. just went out, mm-hmm. so people can't see this part. But if you watch the mm-hmm. videos on YouTube, youtube.com slash Veterans Minimum, I know, bro, I'm super mm-hmm. dope with the plugs. It's crazy. <laughs> but you guys can see the hat that I was wearing. Uh, tell me about the hat, man. So one of my very good friends from high school, Monet, you know, love her to death. Her sister has cerebral palsy since she was born. Can't walk, can't talk. You know, she's 21 years old in a wheelchair, and she needs open-heart surgery. So they had to go fund me for 10K. Of course, it's going to be more than that, you know. People just, like, put a number that they could. So it was my idea to make this hat, and 100% of the proceeds are going to the GoFundMe. So far, I've raised about 600 some dollars. 
Nice, man. And the last week, you know, it was just, you know, she's texting me. Her mom's calling me, thanking me. But it's just like, you know, just so everyone needs help. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just trying to play my part. Nice, bro. I love it. I cop, it I cop the hat. I'll put the link of your social media yeah. on there. So that how do people get it? They just they could just DM up? me on Instagram, Steph Group on Instagram, and we'll just take care of it from there. Yeah, man. You so you uh you and this girl Megan Reyes, she uh, works with Blue Wire on uh, the network that I'm involved with, and she did something with um, the shirts that she was giving out, and it was about like more asian black latinx lgbtq mm-hmm. voices in sports and she did something where she donated i think like uh, a fair share like more than half of the profits to like all these foundations mm-hmm. so for this month for me what i'm doing <clears throat> starting with this podcast for the whole month of may it's also month, mental health awareness month yeah and that's a topic that I've covered on here a lot and I've been super adamant about and outspoken about uh, the crew neck that I'm wearing, the crew necks that I have, all the profits from that, I'm going to donate to the Mental Health Foundation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for anyone that wants to get a crew neck, you'll probably see a video on Instagram, me shooting and talking about it. I same like uh, like Steph, man, I was going to call you Chris because I was going to mention <laughs> that your brother actually yeah. bought a, a crew neck. Um just like with Steph, man, you can hit us up on Veterans Minimum or you can hit me up on my social media at The Lamb Show and you can get a crew neck, send it out to you. We both get them done mm-hmm. from Lucas. Shouts to Lucas, mm-hmm. Blipstar. He's going to come on the pod soon, mm-hmm. too. And yeah, man, it's uh, I like when people do some shit like yeah, that, Yeah, man, because you know, everyone needs help. It's more about, you know, it's never about the money, man. Money comes and goes, you know, the time, whatever. It doesn't take that much time for me to make a couple of hats, ship them out. You know, and I, I love—I genuinely love this girl. She's a dear friend, known her since high school, since like junior sophomore year, so well over ten years. You know, we still talk to this day. I'm always hanging out with her. I just had a crib for her birthday not too long ago. You know, her sister's been sick for a while. You know what I'm saying? But it just got worse, and you know they're going through a difficult time. Everyone is, especially now. So you know, I just figured, and I, I mean, I'm saying I'm barely working. You know, what I'm saying I'm getting by, but you know, it's fine. Yeah, man, and if you, you guys, uh, the audience seems to ride with me whenever something like this happens. Mm-hmm. So if you guys get a hat from Steph, uh, tag him, tag me. I'll repost it. I'll mm-hmm. give a shout out on here yeah, too. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some something extra too as well, man, for this too. So I like shit like that. Uh, guys, it was a pleasure. Patreon roll call. We got Nick Chavez, Christopher Velasquez, Daniel Gibson, Devin Rendon, Jake Powers, Mike Wozniak, Ryan Pisner. And Derek Pleates. Thank you all for your contributions. And we'll catch you guys next time. You think you got it, I got it for real. You think you got what I got? This one for those they forget in my city. This one for those they forget. This dog off the leash and is ready to kill. Homie, go finish your meal. I'm coming for real. Taking that food right off of your grill. Nicky too ill. Can't let a drop of me spill. Clogging the lane, I'm feeling the strain. I'm here for the spot to be filled. Not to be cocky, but all of you watching while I'm in the cup paying property bills. Thank you.